Um, I'm going to talk about a few things. I've been meaning to talk about memes, and I'm going to talk briefly about memes. I'll try to be brief as I can. A lot of people focus on memes on the internet, but that's not what it was all about. But the left can't meme because they don't have a true source of truth for their meaning. Um, their, their memeing comes from a place of unadulterated hate, whereas when we're upset about something, um, it, it's not from a, just a place of pure hate. Um, Yeah, it's like seeing someone do something stupid and laughing at it. Um, all these people are different. They're like bullies on the left. Um, they see you do something and that's an excuse for them to attack. And that's all it's about. It's not productive. It's not constructive. Um... The kind, the kind of bullying where it's not constructive, there's no good from it. Bullies get themselves trapped. Um, <coughs> but bullies get themselves trapped because if you go and abuse someone, you're going to hit someone. You start abusing someone. You've now established a, a relationship with them that you're stuck in. Um... You don't want that relationship to reverse. Now, because if it does, or after you've abused them, then what happens if you get the upper hand? <clears throat> so you need to keep abusing them to keep it, keep them down. And this es this escalates. Um, this continues on. So. You'll find you have to keep abusing them more and more and more. And personally, as a child, I experienced this. Um, you would not believe what children can be like when they're animals and when adults aren't looking after them very well. If you get singled out, um, they'll gang up on you. If you have a social disability, if you have a neurological disability and you find yourself alone and isolated, you'll be ganged up on and you'll see the worst that people have to offer, especially as children. Um, and I remember once um, one of them apologized, but the rest did not. Um, they apologized because I was moving and the teacher gave an announcement. And this one apologized when the teacher told them, you know, the teachers, the teachers were aware of what they'd been doing in the bullying. They weren't really doing much about it. Um, the teacher mentioned it because you know it's going to be their last chance, probably the last time they're going to see me. Um, a lot of them, for various reasons, just you know, kind of played dumb. There's probably some of them who, you know, they, they just went along with it because everyone else was doing it exactly. Who really 
instigated it. Uh, I mean, they always blame you for it, but it's it's not. Um, so, you know, when, when the times do really nasty violence to you. But this is what the left has become. The left is, is a culture of bullying. They, they have allowed bullying to completely take over. It is very weird because normally people grow out of this. Well, the left is like a playground. They've, they've never left the playground in that respect. And they're doing it as adults, bullying. What big tech and what media is doing is bullying. It should be illegal. It should be cracked down on. What the newspapers have been doing is large-scale cyberbullying. It's particularly damaging when newspapers do it because they, they have a huge amount, a huge audience, a huge sway. They can be a lot more subtle about it. This is why they can't meme on the, one of the reasons they can't meme on the internet is because where the left, the train the left is getting on board with is a, is a bully train. You know, go join this army, go attack your enemy. Um, it's not truly about convincing people. Um, a lot of people don't understand this. They don't realize that they're, they're on the receiving end of some horrendous bullying, political bullying. But there's a reason that the armies work is, is because they're just true. There's, there's a real pathology. Um... You know, it's almost it's much more in the domain of constructive criticism, our meaning. Um, but, but these memes get too much attention. They get too much attention, like because that's a very specific style of internet meme. What what meme is is just any idea that goes around. Um, and it is like a little mini virus. So I don't know, like this this thing that humans only use ten percent of brain goes around as a meme. The annoying thing is about memes is they go around and around and around. And like once once So, you know, the, 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 meme, the meme that you only use, did you know you only use 10% of your brain? The, 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 psych, the psych people in advertising love to create memes, brain worms, and, you know, they're, they're trying to hack your brain all the time. That's what they're like. They're malicious hackers. People in the newspapers are malicious hackers trying to hack your brain all the time. Um, um, I try to say to people, well, it's not quite as simple as that. Um, if you used 100% of your brain, you'd be having a seizure. A 
I think people look at the pain as a little bit like a CPU, where you can have like ten, like it's very quantifiable, but it's hard to say the pain. They usually measure the amount of your pain you're using by blood blood flow. Uh, if you're using 100% of your vein, you may be having a vein hemorrhage. Um, the thing is, 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 there's a different way of measuring it, where you can say this is 100% vein use, and that is valid. And yes, yeah, sometimes you don't use all your vein, you use between 0 to 100%, if you properly quantify and qualify it. But, but you're not, there's, there's a reason that you're not using your extra vein power. It's because you don't need it. It's because your vein is on demand. It's like the power saving setting on your CPU. When your PC is sitting there doing nothing, your CPU doesn't need, doesn't, you're not giving it any work. So your CPU, um, your CPU slows down and this reduces sound, it's cooler, saves energy. And if you're on a mobile device, saves battery. Which is, you know, the obvious, one of the main reasons it was originally implemented. Um, So it's a bit of an oversimplification or myth. It's not one. Of, it's not. I don't know if it's the. There's there's, there's uh, things that go around that are even more just made up or distant from the truth. Supposedly, the the, the spiders thing that you eat so many spiders when you're sleeping in your lifetime may have been made up. No one actually knows. Um, but people go around believing it and repeating it. They haven't actually verified it. It's just like make up the facts and if you sound authoritative people will just repeat it they'll they'll do the same trick whatever you did to repeat it they'll also repeat that and that will work on other people well i have a liberal background and that means you know a little bit of dabbling in drugs nothing extreme sort of really only very mild drugs nothing synthetic nothing refined nothing no hard drugs, no party drugs, um, you know, a little bit of weed, that sort of thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm not completely. Um, I think it's wrong to be super duper strict about drugs. Um, But to say there isn't a danger is a, is a value to understand. Well, I, I've bumped into particularly American hippies, and it's really a lot of this comes from America. For some reason, this war on drugs has kind of uh, a different form over there. It, it's almost, uh, you know, legend. Um, so they'll tell you about how, you know, I don't know what it is, cocaine is a white man's drug or something like that, and all this all vegan stuff. <laughs> Um, you know, the hippies and junkies will tell you all this. And one of the things that really bothers me is, is they'll come on, you know, I, I understand the arguments. I thought like this myself, you know, about what, what, it's a good question. What choice does the adult, do the, uh, what choice does the government have 
see what we do with our cells in our body. Um, so, for example, weed is relatively innocuous. If I smoke it, you know, it, it can actually have a productive effect. So I, can, I can tell you that um, alcohol is far more damaging to me than, than weed is. Um, Um, yeah, I think if we make weed legal, we shouldn't encourage everyone taking it. We try to, to keep it relatively um, <clears throat> you know, moderate. But you know, it's, it's like I have loads of lethal, toxic stuff in in. Uh, you know, being down this hippie stuff, like, wh why is immigration legal? That's a person, man. Why is slavery legal? That's a slave, man. You know, I wanted to be a slave ever since I could remember. But the government won't let me. You know, I should have a choice if I want to, you know. Um, Or, you know, I'm allowed to have bleach and obsessed bleach and I can drink that and die. Some cleaning products, I can drink it and die. And if I put that in my body, I die. I put all kinds of things in my body that I'm allowed to possess. Um, which, you know, when I'm carrying a stupid piece of plant, or, you know, it, it's only, you know, it just only costs a few pence to produce because they make it illegal, they make it cost thousands. You know, I understand all these arguments. Some I've considered to come up with on my own. But I don't stop there. I keep saying, well, also, why not? Well, there, there, there is a good reason why drugs as a product is, is illegal and not, and not like a poison or something like that. Well, that, <clears throat> that's, that's because a lot of drugs, um, they, the first thing is they don't immediately harm you. And they feel very good. They're like sweets. It's like sugar. Um, but they do have problems. They form serious dependence. They do change how your brain works they they do control you um and actually people saying well we need to have a, a completely legalized all drugs is, is the other meme going around all of this stuff is is the same i heard the same arguments over and over now one of the problems is the argument it it, it is hard to find arguments against things and understand things it can be hard um but you know, there are actual reasons for things. Some some people don't understand. Um, now, for weed, I can kind of understand some reasons, but I I think you know people do go too far. Weed is actually making criminalizing weed is making things a bit worse because well, the real problem is weed is a relatively benign drug compared to many others, and you know people know it. Um, We don't want to have a culture saturated with, with drugs and things like that too much, especially now when there's so much scope now to make synthetic drugs more than ever before. Um, you know, weed is an actual drug, it's almost like tea. Well, to be fair, it can be much more potent than that. There are some people who will have an adverse 
effects of either people who have an aversive effect to alcohol. Um, but anyway, um, you know, I, I would decriminalize weed, but I would do it in such a way probably cause problems by doing it in such a way that the intended effect would be not to have the majority of the population smoking weed. Um, here's the other thing, is, is people making these economic arguments might just turn around and say, well, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not paying £100 for, you know, tea bags worth of, 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 of a simple plant. It isn't particularly even that hard to grow. Um, that, that really is, you know, it's a weed. Just a weed. Um, there are some weeds out there. That are just a weed. If you go and eat them, you'd be really be completely fucked up. You'd be killed. Some of them have got really bad poisons in them. Um, <coughs> um, the weed isn't super bad. It's not for everyone, um, but. Um, It should really be the case that the weed culture, you know, we'd, we'd like to hope to keep it a subculture and not, you know, not, not become a mainline culture like alcohol. But it could help displace alcoholism a little bit. Um, so, you know, you, you, kind of, you kind of start to see that... that all of these are problematic memes, and, and the annoying thing is, you can, you can turn around and say, you know, what you're saying is actually wrong. You can really shock a lot of people who come around these memes. The problem is, is it takes a lot, is it, it's a lot easier just to say, repeat these memes. They're very low effort. It's a lot easier to say it than to turn around and refute it and rebut it. But you can do that. I mean, and if you if you look at it, it's the people who it, it's the people who are it's the people who are the most for drugs that are making it the hardest to improve improve drug legislation. Um, <coughs> so, for example, they just want to make all drugs legal. Well, that that is going to cause that has a huge potential to cause all kinds of problems. I did like, well, I don't know about that. I don't see why. Um, well, just because you you can't understand how a problem can happen. Well, if that if that's the case, then you really should not be doing the thing. Like, it's it's like what can go wrong? I don't know. Those are always the final last words. Um. Now, relating to this is open borders. So, I was reading an article someone wrote, and they said they want open borders, but the EU bullying and things like that is making immigration impossible. Well, I totally agree with this person that, that the EU is, is bullying. This is what we've been facing. The EU is bullying. And there's, there's another person I'm seeing pointing out the Liberals don't see un, unintended con consequences. And 
that's perfect timing reading that because this is exactly what I've been thinking about with this open borders. So a person who says they support open borders, you know, I don't see any reason why it, it why that would be a problem in, in today. Um okay, yeah, this this this, this person is, is definitely correct about the EU bullying. But it's not a matter of opinion. Unequivocally, their position on open borders is, is, is wrong. You not being able to see the problem with something is always a very cautious... Um, is always a bad sign. Like, it means if, if, if you can't see... Like, the stupider someone is, like then the less they're going to be work out how something can turn out to be a problem. Or, you know, the less, the less knowledgeable one, some, you know, the less they can understand how it will turn out to be a problem. Um, now the thing is, 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 I think open borders is something to aspire to, be able to do. But we have borders closed for a reason. We have borders for a reason. Um, now I think that we should try to aspire to a world where we can have more increasingly open borders. But it's not simply the case of just going and opening the border. It's not like the, the, the problem isn't that someone is closing the border for no reason and all you need to do is go and get them to open the border the border is closed for a reason um, you know people reach adulthood and don't realize they're still children so you know an adult's job is when you go and ask can I do this well their, their job is to say well I don't see what can go wrong with that um, <clears throat> that doesn't necessarily mean they they're not, you know, they actually might be they might actually they, they might they, there might be nothing that can go wrong with it, or they they might just be uh, confirming that they're in the same place as the child. I don't know either. Um, well, things not only can go wrong, but they have gone wrong with open borders. So we've we've we we we're an open border experiment. Well, our political system isn't mature enough for open borders and mixed demographics. <clears throat> um, a lot of people think that it is. On the left wing, they all have a superiority complex because we had an empire over all around the world. So they think um, controlling lots of people from different places is, is is a cinch. That there's no problem. That that we know that we've mastered multiculturalism. That we must therefore be good at. Well, actually, that is not true whatsoever. Um, no one has truly mastered multiculturalism, and, and an empire is very different to putting everyone in in the same box. Um, this is something that happened in World War One. A lot of people don't realize that sort of globalism was, you know, one of the reasons Nazis in World War Two turned turned racist is because they were fighting against us for our empire. Part of the narrative of that was that we were destroying them with, with the, you know, that they, we, we we were basically mobilizing most of the world against Germany. Well, you know, a German <coughs> rubbing it in that Germans were sort of being, you know, our superiority in account that we had the rest of the world, and we were able to defeat Germans in part owing to that and you know have uh, you have people you know have Indian and African regiments 
<clears throat> also joining in the bloody slaughter and wiping out the Germans doesn't necessarily 100% justify their racism, but you, you people need to understand that this kind of arrogance has been going back for a long time. And it's the left wing who don't seem to realize that we're not still an empire. And actually, we, we were never particularly good at bringing people together. We had a good military, we had a good military ability to be able to maintain control, law and order of a country and whatnot. Um, but we were actually never particularly a good, you know, we, we, we didn't work out how to talk to other people and get them on our side. And, you know, we sim simply had bigger guns. Um, well, to some extent, you know, the fact that we weren't entirely savage um, would sometimes go this way or that. But, um, You know, when we grew our empire, you know, there were some countries who ended up wanting to join us for protection and benefits, but the empire didn't simply arise because we were good at convincing other people and getting along with other people and convincing other people to go along with us. Um, it was principally due to Establishing military dominance, naval dominance. Um, which, you know, primarily is about protecting our protecting our trade, and sort of it just it just spiraled out and span out of control on its own. Um, So we, we don't have a this if so you know our politicians especially left wing they'll do things like identity politics um, and when you're when you're pumping loads of different people into the country that are often incompatible that will inevitably create conflicts and things like that and you 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 know irreconcilable differences. You know, it's like we never saw things in India, or you know, we never taught the Muslims and Hindus to get along particularly well. It ends up splitting up the subcontinent. Um, so this assumption that that we're actually capable of stewardship over a you know a multicultural society is a huge, huge mistake, and open borders contributed to that, and. That the more we have open borders, the worse it's going to get. Sooner or later, it reaches the point where we don't have control over. It's really reaching that point now. Really, we don't have control over identity politics. There's, there, there, there'll be enough people with different identity to be able to assert that identity independently, um, not just having it leveraged, and. Um, 
you know, the only time we've actually ever done good with identity politics and, and sectarian cohesions has been, um, you know, an iron fist. Um, sectarianism in Northern Ireland ultimately required extremely brutal restrictions on things like freedoms of speech and everything like that. I mean, it was, it was like stuck constantly in Nazi Germany under wartime. Um, Nothing, very little is ever good has ever come from multiculturalism. <clears throat> it's very, very hard to gain a benefit and you know, what's caused problems. So this is a problem that we see right in front of us. So that's a manifest problem. It's not simply the fault of the immigrants. It's the fact that <clears throat> our political you're giving you're giving an arsonist a flamethrower when you're importing a very large foreign population into the country. into a country that doesn't have the political maturity mechanisms to handle that situation. Um, so just, I'm just going to bounce back a little bit to the drug issue. Um, there are a lot of hard drugs out there. One thing, I, I don't like drugs that are like sugar, that, that pretty much make you feel good no matter what. Well, the problem is of drugs is is that they're like uh, um, when you poison the rat, how do you do it? How do you poison the rat? Do you just put a piece of poison down and that's it and hope the rat will go and eat it? Normally poisons, you know, they're repulsive, they taste disgusting, there's no joy in it. Um, at least that's how we try to make sure poisonous things around us are. They're pretty obvious, you know, all, all those things you'd much rather eat, for example. You wouldn't go and eat a random plant normally, you'd, you know, you can go to the shop and um well no when when you poison an animal what you do is you you might you know you want to poison a mouse well you get a little bit of poison and then you wrap it around the cheese that so smells nice and things like that and well drugs are just a little bit the same hard drugs are a little bit the same um you know you go and get a hit of heroin it feels absolutely great you know it's, it's like it's a little bit like eating uh, you know, delicious cheesecake, or uh, 
Um, but it also has subtle but accumulative progressive side effects. Extreme dependence is one of them. You do get people who just sit around, lounging around, taking hit after hit until their money ran dry. You know, for a week they'd be in the opium then. Um, and, you know, people can be like that with a lot of things, even hobbies, but it would reach a point, it reaches an extreme point with drugs. It's really hard to shake the dependence compared to other things. It also takes away people's ability to have joy in just normal things, including things like work and stuff like that. They're worried about weed for that reason. We can do that a little bit. The weed's a bit weird. Um, you can sort of be, you can also be really motivated by weed. It has a double effect on different people. Some people it's like a sedative. Other people it's kind of a weird mixture of sedative and stimulant, and like a stabilizer almost. Um, weed isn't necessarily good for everyone. There actually does need to be more data on, on different reactions to weed, I think. Um, you know, here's the problem. If, if, if you take weed and it's kind of too good, then you might actually end up having a weed problem. If you take weed and it's too bad, well, you at least obviously have a problem. <clears throat> One of the key problems with hard drugs and things like that is, is that the harm is particularly deceptive it is and subtle um, <clears throat> so it's, it's not obvious it's, it's difficult to explain what can go wrong because it's not it's not like you just instantly die um, pe people have used that there's um, there's an old Roman story that talks about the English said that if you go north of this wall you'll instantly die <clears throat> You'll drop dead. Well, the reason that came from is it's not really true. It's just that it, it's there's a there's a lot of dangers across that wall, and chances are you're, you're probably eventually going to die. There's all kinds of there's, there's, you know, but it's it's sometimes easy. To, it's hard to explain actually. Just tell people where we just died. A similar thing with drugs. Um, so you see this kind of like it, it, it really. What you basically got is you got like a childlike population who doesn't understand what's going, what, what can go wrong, and they think people are just keeping things from them for stupid reasons. Sometimes it is like that, but a lot of the time it's not. It's more like that for weeds, not entirely like that for weed. There's there, there are consequences to that, um, but it's more like that for weeds. It's more like that for hard drugs. It's was it's more like it's the error for weeds. The weed is the odd one out, um, and actually, to some to some degree, weed does undermine drug policy. It does really become a drug a gateway drug because someone, someone, you know, you have a lot of people smoking weed, and they're not, you know, not quite becoming full time junkies, needling shit like that. And they're like, well, you know, what's the fuss about? Obviously, the government, you know, has got it wrong. Why not? You know. What if everything is 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 really just um, 
Um, So with this open borders stuff, there's a hell of a lot that can go wrong with open borders. Like, where do we even start? Um, but you know, here, here's the problem. If if you don't know what can go wrong, that puts you in the weak position. Um, the first thing is, we don't live in a uniform world where if you open borders, people are going to move around between countries just as much as they do within a country. Or even the movement within the country can sometimes become problematic. Um, you know, you can have people, if you have the borders, you can have people move very, very quickly to a country before resources, before adjustments can be made. If you think people are going to be intelligent when they move and stuff like that, or operate according to certain rules, well, that's your naive assumption. People are going to operate the same as, as pigeons when you throw a piece of bread. The world is very imbalanced and you know the countries have limited resources if more people come in that's a huge problem um you know one of the reasons that the eu the, the principle of the eu originally was uh one of the reasons that we could have increased open borders between britain england and france for example was because we were generally countries that were relatively normalized in terms of economics. Um, so, you know, you're not going to have fast numbers of people coming here. Plus, the language barrier adds a bit of impediment. Um, and other things add a little bit of impediment. So actually, you kind of had a really, you know, you kind of had a bit of a mixture of, of the perfect elements in, in to, you know, to avoid it going wrong. When the EU started expanding to East Europe, which had a particularly large wealth differential, well, you know, also, also language-wise, um, a lot of people learn the main languages of Europe. English and then French and then German, and then, or, or Spanish and then German, or Italian. Um, but you know, there's, there's, a, there's a slight language benefit to people from East Europe, and there's a certain a huge economic impetus. So, you know, they, 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 that, that caused enormous mass movements to people that was hugely disruptive. That happened already. Um, the EU rushed that, presumably to try to keep them out of the hands of Russia or play some stupid game. Um, you know, they're still trying to take ground, we, you, know. you know. There was an idea going back that you know, eventually Russia would effectively join the EU and NATO. Um,
But that has, has backfired for a multitude of reasons. Um, really, what sort of happened in East Europe is is you know it's it's, it's not like we opened borders in the in the EU early on and then that allowed everything to get normalised. We were able to open borders because things were relatively balanced out enough. Um, so when you start to say open borders, well, what do you mean? Because I mean, there's people who have the idea that the country should be like, uh, you know, like a bar where you just open a bar and, and anyone can come in, and you know, if people see it's four, they go on to the next one. Um, well, that doesn't actually scale up to the level of a country very well. Uh, personally, I see lots of over. Maybe, maybe if you're quite well off, you can, you know, more easily afford to be out of the way. Um, you know, I, I, I see overcrowding and lots of problems coming in. But there's also a huge problem. The world, the world is is not is not synchronized and, and uniform to the extent that you know how it, it may never be a good thing to have absolutely 100% complete full open borders in a certain sense we want to strive for borders to be more open but that's a good admirable goal but you don't you don't you don't solve that problem by just going up and opening the door You solve that problem by making it safe to open the door a bit more. Um, and well, the question is, do you need open borders? Well, the answer to that is absolutely not. Well, you don't know what's going to happen if you open them. If that's going to be good or bad, you completely open the borders. Um, You know, all you're really doing there is you're entertaining the risk. But, you know, what well, is it really necessary? Are you sure you actually do you actually get anything from this open borders? Is it is it worth it even to run the risk? Um, So yeah, a lot of things can go wrong. I mean, I, I like the idea in principle. I, I think that you know that is that that is not that that is open borders is just it is it is not a means to the end. It's a byproduct of you know if we can increasingly improve the world, balance the world, normalize the world. Open borders is is not something that that 
things about goods. That is a load of baloney. Um, you know, there's never any kind of consistent success or, you know, from open borders. Throughout the history, that concept is fraught with problems and difficulties. And, you know, if, if you have nothing but open borders, you're going to end up with nothing but problems. Um, some of these problems aren't problems that you can necessarily ever fix through having open borders. In fact, having open borders can give you... Can, can leave you stuck with problems that prevent you from making the changes that you would need to be able to do open borders without destroying your country, for example. The thing is, there are people from different cultures who don't just speak different languages, but they, they have beliefs and values that, or in a democratic system, cannot are not compatible. You know, Should, should all, all women wear the burqa or not? Or be free to choose? Or if you start importing a some huge number of people who all believe that women must wear the burqa, um, that is going to cause a complication. That's going to cause a difficulty. those values don't go together you know, you know in the same site you can't have integration with that um, you know you